Hi, this is Doc Jones, the resource investor. I'm here talking with Simon Ridgway, the CEO of Volcanic Gold. Uh, they recently uh, released some results from their Holly project, which were incredibly impressive, the, the grades and the wits that they, they've discovered there. Uh, so uh, we're going to talk a little bit with Simon here about the importance of finally being able to test this project, which has been... Uh, more than a decade that that has been on his bucket list to do. Um, so, uh, Simon, welcome. Nice to see you. Thank you. Good to talk to you. Yes. I, uh, so, uh, I was just, could you walk us through the importance of, of these results? You, you put uh, like four holes into the, the holly there and uh, starting from the, the top of the system going down, it, it appears that it seems to be thickening, as well as the grades are in, increasing. And, and what are the implications of that? Yeah, well, I think it's very exciting. We had this project, we drilled this project way back when, and, and uh, when we drilled it at that point, we put seven holes in with the diamond rig, and, and uh, we had some good zones close to the surface, but every time we stepped down, tried to step down below that, we, we the, the, you know, the veins appeared to be pinching and a grade dropped off. So I've always believed in a project because the zones we hit initially was quite spectacular, some of them. So I wanted to go back up. We wanted for a long, long time to come back in here and, and re-drill it and test my own ideas. Um, so with the, with the changing politics in the country last year, and I find it's the right time to do that. So we jumped in and... and um, I started drilling on the Holly property. The initial hole we drilled there back in 2002, I think it could like 14 meters of four grams gold and 150 silver. When we stepped below that in hole seven, we cut a much narrower zone and with much lower grade. So I, and I, my belief at the time was we just hit it in a bad spot. So I stepped in there and wanted to drill four holes below that original hole one and just stepped down in what I thought was the most competent unit which is this the full breccia that's alongside of the hockatan it, it's it's solidified so it would be a, a good i thought it would be a good host for the veins and and it proved to be correct you know we, we <laughs> put four holes in and, the, and the, the best hole to date is the deepest one where we cut almost 50 meters of four grams gold and, and over a kilo of silver so you know it's very exciting to see that now these veins uh, and there's multiple of them do have down dip potential um, so now we step out a long strike on La Pena, uh, which is the, the the most western vein, and about three or four hundred meters to the east of that, we have the Alpha Zone, where initially, back in two thousand and three, we got some spectacular results. The first hole there was six meters of forty five grams gold, and and uh, over a kilo of silver in that drill hole. As we stepped down below that, we never really hit it again. So we just thought it was a you know enrichment in surface or or, or something, something just faulted off. But I, I went back there and drove from the other direction, and we appear to have hit that um, in four holes now along strike of a strike length of about 400 meters. So I'm not predicting we're going to get those same spectacular grades, but the zone does look good. We are seeing banded sulfides in the in the vein um, over that, you know, in, in all four of those holes. So I'm very optimistic we're going to see good results from. There was that drilling as well. Yeah, you're expecting the assays from those holes in uh, the next two, three weeks, I believe, something like yeah, that? Yeah, I think, you know, before the end of the month, I'm hoping, but the lab is telling me sort of very second, third of, of, of August. But, like, um, you know, so far, they, their predictions haven't been correct. So 
we'll give them a bit of leeway. So probably in the, in the first week of August, we'll have those results in. Yeah, and, and while we were talking beforehand, you had uh, mentioned that between the Alpha and the uh, Lapina, uh, that there was a, a, a blind vein that was discovered in the drilling, the amber, you were saying? that. Yeah, that's correct. So we stepped, we stepped across the road to drill a hole deeper under hole four, which results will be quite a few, quite a while from now. So to do that, we had to step back further, and on the on the way to cut um, under hole four, we hit a a blind vein, which we've named the amber vein because it's amber in color with a specular hematite, but it's got a significant amount of visible gold in. So that's quite exciting. I mean, one thing to I'm trying to understand on the project, this all the geos working with me, obviously, is uh, you know this, the silver gold ratios seem to be all over the place. We got you know we're seeing veins like the amber vein, which has got a lot of visible gold in. And then we've got other veins like the, you know, La Pena, where we're getting over a kilo of silver with just three or four grams gold. So we need to understand these. Obviously, there's multiple pulses, which is always great news on any, any you know, gold-silver project when you can, you can uh, see that there's been the, the pump has been working for a while, not just. Just one, one, one inclusion of gold silver in the in the system. Right. For, for people who are who are listening, um, it's very important when you're dealing with these uh, apothermal systems that you have multiple mineralizing events. That's when the, uh, the the superheated fluid is flushed through the rock multiple times, and then it gives a chance for the uh, precious metals to drop out and and coalesce, and therefore create a economic and mineable deposit. Um, so that, that's, that's why Simon is very excited about this because it means that the, the, it increases the, the, the potential of having a large mineable resource once it's fully delineated. Right. Yeah. Especially these higher grade. I mean, that's what creates these high grades like we're seeing in Hole 4, the high grade silver. I should mention on that outside of the vein in that Hole 4, we had a secondary zone where we got about 10 meters of it's about 385 silver, so over 10 ounces of silver over a 10 meter zone that have really visually got no gold with it. It's uh, it's running about 100, 150 ppb gold. So there's no veining in that. It's just a very bland-looking, tophaceous rock. So it's quite exciting. We don't understand what's controlling that at the moment, but it's good to see. Yeah, that that I I was thinking about that. I was thinking about that myself. I was having a conversation with a, a very well-known uh, newsletter writer, uh, stateside. He's uh, one of, I think, one of the most popular in the United States. Uh, and uh, he'd asked me to ask you about that, about that disseminated silver zone and and what the possibilities of that are. I was positing with you earlier that um, that if you can tie it together, that would be a great opportunity for a bulk undermine um, underground mining. Um, possibilities there uh it's a different type of mineralization that overall intercept it was you know 35 meters of two grams gold and and over half a kilo of silver so that's that's very valuable rock over those kind of widths so let's see if we can if we can keep that going and and that is the deepest hole so it leaves all kinds of opportunities right i mean we haven't gone to this depth before on this project and uh, we're only 180 meters below surface below the the right. Original original trench, original discovery trench. Right. So, so actually, that deep. There's lots of room below this yet. I think to expand them. Yeah, which uh, which I think is very positive geologically because you really haven't got into what would be theoretically the boiling zone zone because you haven't gone you know two three hundred meters below the uh, paleo water table yet and you're getting these grades and widths already which was very positive. I did some 
some back of the envelope math on, you know, 180 meters down, uh, 100 meters uh, across, the width of the vein averages about 10 meters, about 10 grams per ton gold, you get about 130,000 ounces just within that area. So if you maintain the same widths and lengths and grades as you step out 100 meters uh, along strike and 100 meters uh, across, each 100 meter unit is going to bring you another 100, 100, 150,000 ounces. So the, uh, it wouldn't take long if things do hold up to put together a million ounces at at a really, really quite phenomenal grade. You know, like yeah. nine to eleven grams per ton. That would be one of the one of the highly profitable, high margin deposits that are out there. Yeah, especially when we got two mines within trucking distance. You know, the the the, 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 the mine being built by the Lundins to the south of Bluestone property and. Uh, and of course, Pan American Escobar mine. Yeah. You know the the alpha results will be in a, in, a, in in like I said early August, and if they if they come in with, with good numbers, I'll put that. I'll get a second rig and put it on the alpha. That rig was going to go to Bandera's property, which I've talked about quite a bit previously with you. Yeah. Doc. But um, you know, there's if we can put if we can put that on the alpha and start drilling on strike on the alpha and the and La Penta, we can establish a good resource very quickly here. So. Yeah, and, and and underpin the share price forward. Yeah, definitely. So, so, so uh, uh, as far as a little bit of housekeeping, where are you sitting now? As far as uh, cash in the treasury, um, we still have. We got ten million. Okay, so I did a cash call yesterday with Kevin. We paid all the drilling today, and we've got. Excuse me, we've still got that. Um, so well financed. No, oh yeah, no, yeah. We got forty-four million shares out. We got ten million in the treasury. So basically, we're getting like, you know. 14 or 15 million for this project. And, and you know, we've already hit this, the La Pena system over at 250 to 300 meter strike length. So I, I think we've established a, a reasonable resource already, especially with the mines to the south and, and, to, the, and to the west. So yeah. I think we're very, very underpriced right now, given given what we find. But let's, let's sell the market. I, I guess there's some, the market's just not that great in gold and silver right now. And there's still a bit of skepticism on, on, on Guatemala, on the jurisdiction, even yeah. though you know Pan American with Ross Beatty and 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 the Landini family were in the country, and they've been they've been great icebreakers for other countries before, such as Ecuador, where everybody's in right now, following them. Yeah, so, yeah, I you know I, I I keep up with the news there and the Escobar. Uh, they're moving forward there with with getting that mine reopened, as well as uh, Bluestone switched from underground to open pit, which says a lot about the. Uh, you know, the ESG and whatnot, that people are, are willing to even contemplate having an open pit. So something like this, which will be an underground mine, uh, a low fo- footprint on the, uh, I believe it's on the east side of the of the fault is all... Uh, uh, yeah, the east and southeast side of the fault is all just barren road, yeah. you know, just covered in, in basically useless ground, unfarmable. So that's, yeah. that's a great target to, to, to put a plant in. Yeah. Um, and, and the and local... But the people in this part of Guatemala want work. They want to see things develop. They're, they're business people. They're, they're, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you completely. I think I, I think it's just right now it's it's a bit of a tough market for gold and silver, but you know, in the end, it's the data and these grades, these widths. In the end, yeah, yeah. you know, in the end, it's, we continue putting out these kind of numbers and establish a resource of this grade. It'll be 
it's a very, very attractive yeah. R- target remi- for anybody. R- remind, remind me again, your drilling cost, I remember, is fairly low. Uh, what does it yeah, cost? Yeah, it's probably, it's, I, I really don't know. It's about $250 a meter all in. That's all the geos and sampling, everything. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All in, that, that's pretty, pretty, pretty good. Um, yeah. Great. They're, getting, they're doing a great job. All of the, all of the drillers are Guatemalan, you know, the, I think... Actually, I don't think I have any expats on the project right now, either geologists <laughs> or drillers even. So the, all of the people working for me down there are mm. a, a local people. And the drillers are doing a fantastic job on the property. They're getting 100%, you know, 95 to 100% recovery through these through these tough redshift vein zones. You know, you're in and out of a, yeah. of a crumbly rock and then into a solid vein and back into a crumbly rock. They're just they're being very patient, taking the time and and getting the job done well for us, so it's fantastic. Well, that, that's great. Um, this is all really good news. I, I look, I'm, you know, I'm a shareholder, so I will continue to follow the story. You, uh, the news release uh, reinforces my original thesis, which, if anyone's interested, you you can find that on co.ca. I wrote uh, two reports, uh, due diligence reports on the company, outlining uh, my thesis. And uh, yeah, you're fully cashed up. You're Looks like you'll be adding a second rig, and um, yeah, this the, the kill it or drill it, which we talked about originally. You know that that's, you're not going to uh, miss the opportunity uh, to fully delineate this. And at some point after you go along strike and keep expanding the strike length, then you'll start hitting the the, the deep zones and and see if uh, the boiling zone is uh, comparable to that which we have uh, down the road. At uh, Escobaro and uh, also at Cerro Blanco, which you were you you were the original discoverer of, of both deposits, as I recall. So well, I didn't discover the deposit of Escobaro. I can't take. But I did discover the vein. I just wasn't smart enough at that point to discover the deposit. But, but yes, but I'm just taking a second time. But but the thing is, you you you, you learned you learned from that because by by changing the uh, the direction of the drilling on the alpha, you were able to take what someone else had missed. And turn the drill the other way, and you've hit it every time now. So that's that's, right. that's, that's, that's really correct. great. Yeah. Well, good, good. Well, thank thank you, Simon. I, I I appreciate you taking the time to update me, and I will pass this along to uh, those who are following the story. Is there anything you want you wanted to add uh, before we sign off? No, I think that's about it. Watch out for the results on the Alpha Bay and, and further drilling on, on the Penna. And you know, as, as we mentioned earlier, there are several, there are a couple several other veins cutting in the same orientation, which we will get to in time. Yeah. Um, and like, like the visible gold in the, in the amber vein. Right. Right. So sounds, fine. sounds great. All right. All right, Simon, I won't take up any more of your time. Thank you for your time. I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you again soon after the assays. Okay. Thanks for the interest. Okay. Bye. Bye.